Hello and welcome to Helios Blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Today, Jordan Peterson as a movie villain. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. This is good. The villainous cult leader in Olivia Wilde's new movie, Don't Worry Darling, has been based off of my dad because apparently he's king of the incels. Yeah. We're going to go through some articles. It's just propaganda to destroy the RP community, right? Basically. Rolling Stone. Olivia Wilde, Chris Pine's Don't Worry Darling character inspired by incel hero Jordan Peterson. So again, if you want to do self-improvement, if you want to, you know, become a better man and so on, you're an I-cell, you're an M-word, you know, you're the worst, you're, a, you're an A-word, and so on. In the film, Pine plays Frank, the founder of the mysterious Victory Project, which is behind the seemingly idyllic 1950s town where the main characters Jack, played by Harry Styles, and Alice live. Wilde explained that Frank was partly based on this insane man, Jordan Peterson, who is this pseudo-intellectual hero to the incel community. Right. Pseudo-intellectual. He's not a real clinical psychologist. He's not a university professor. He is a pseudo-scientist, right? He's a pseudo-intellectual because the things he says can't possibly be real. No. Things that go against womanism, things that you know, talk about like, um, you know, women not having a huge end count or not being sketchy and so on. Oh, no, those are, they're terrible. You know, the the movies or whatever, the thought process that says that women should get married when they're young and have children and work on, you know, and family formation and all of that. Oh, that those are awful. So bad. Meanwhile, these girls get the 35 plus and then get carts and boxed wine because guys don't choose them and then they wonder why. Uh, well, Olivia Wilde is where I go to get my intellectual recommendations. Indeed. Let me see. What's her background? She went to acting school. Okay, now, no hate for acting school. I actually don't have a university degree I did two years of classics in psychology and two years of biomedical science, and then I dropped out to start making money. So That's not actually what happened. What actually happened is she had a kid at 19 years old and dropped out of university. Then she divorced her husband, and she rode the wave of Jordan Peterson being famous to make herself famous and have money. So, oh, and focused entirely on her appearance right? Which is, you know, totally, so she's totally not just a straight up womanist, right? Like, had a kid before, anyway, man, and then got divorced, like, like just did basically everything wrong. So she did everything right, you know, getting married young and having a child, and then she screwed it all up because she thought she was better than her husband, divorced, and then disaster struck right and now she's like rationalizing it by saying i dropped out at 19 to make money what a ridiculous notion okay shitting time hit the like hit the subscribe hit all the notifications drop me a donation 
like Hunter M, Adrian R, and Tom M. Link is in the description. Just click more underneath the video. Buy my books at bit.ly slash heliosbooks. Go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash the heliosblog. Okay, shitting is done. Let's continue. No hate there, but she probably should have actually watched my dad before basing one of her characters off of it. Literally. Rather than getting all her information from sound bites, probably from BuzzFeed. Wilde elaborated, this guy Jordan Peterson is someone that legitimizes certain aspects of their movement because he's a former professor, he's an author, he wears a suit, she knows some things about my dad, so they feel like this is a real philosophy that should be taken seriously. Right, so this is called the appeals to authority logical fallacy, right? It's like, how would I describe this? She is saying that they listen to him because he wears a suit, because he's the authority figure, they listen to him, not because he has anything relevant to say. So she's just trying to assassinate his character, right? Uh, That is slander, right? They feel like this is a real philosophy. By the way, the RP is not a philosophy, it's a praxeology. It's like a toolbox. You use it to help you improve your life, right? Take the pieces that you like and leave the other ones. It's basically just evolutionary psychology combined with biology, right? But as related, as applied to female nature and relationships in general. And then Rolling Stone says, let's just hope this doesn't give the guy an inadvertent ego boost, which unfortunately it probably will. Right. So again, like, (sighs) ego boost, implying that he has a big ego Well, I mean, in general, university professors like to be the center of attention. That's kind of why they're a professor. But there's nothing wrong with that. And you're like, so why is he doing this? He's not doing this because he wants to help people, Jordan, I mean. He's doing it because he wants to buff his ego. Again, it's just character assassination. Wow. I don't know about my dad, but it's given me an ego boost, at least for the day. Chris Pine as my dad beautiful that's very disrespectful what she just said very disrespectful because what is she implying she's implying her dad is trash and an actor is better right no don't be rude to your own father so if you search this movie apparently shia labeouf was fired from it apparently the female actress florence Pugh has not been promoting it because she's uncomfortable for some reason. And apparently Olivia is not very nice to work with. Here's a photo of her in a mask. Uh, the future is female ejaculation. Disaster. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway. So what's the point? The point is Olivia is a like womanist uh, brainwashy, you know? She believes the femme-powerment narrative, hundred like, like 100 for 100. She doesn't understand that it's a manipulation movement designed to destroy the family unit in the United States. She doesn't understand that. Like, while it purports to state that it's about equality, what it actually is about is female supremacy. What it's actually about is girls being in charge in every single industry possible, girls being treated better than than men in every single industry and it's also about women being chosen over men because they're quote-unquote an oppressed group and there's more 
it's also about quote-unquote equality, which means without doing the same amount of work, without putting in the same amount of effort, women should be paid just like men. It's it's nuts, guys. Oh, and only Chad should exist. And what I mean is any guy that's not Chad in the girl's eyes, it should be illegal for him to talk to her. That's also part of the movement, right? Oh, you don't make more money than me? You're not taller, fitter, stronger, faster, etc.? Oh, I don't I don't want to be with you then. You guys can think whatever you think about that. Apparently there are a bunch of, oh my gosh, her Instagram. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, nobody is taking this chick seriously. Um, I'm going back to the mainstream news. Right. So... What's the point? The point is Olivia destroys herself with every single message where she shows that she's clearly brainwashed. Again, what, how would you describe a person that acts the way that Olivia Wilde does? Useful idiot, right? Oh, she's a former very beautiful actress who has now passed a prime. And now that she's passed a prime, she's had a fun. She wants to settle down. Well, no guy wants to be with her, and the reason is because Olivia has so much money, and she she's so recognized that she wants a guy who's even more superior to her to be her husband, which none of them want her because she's too old at this point. And so she sinks further and further into the the womanist movement, right? Oh, it's all about women, cats and boxed wine. I'm strong and independent and empowered, you know? Meanwhile, the bedroom is empty, except for bedroom fun. Nobody to hold her at night, nobody to marry, nobody to have children with. These articles that also people probably aren't taking seriously. The Independent, The Independent. Don't worry, darling, Olivia Wilde says Chris Pine's terrifying character is based on insane Jordan Peterson. Right. Jordan Peterson is insane because he's conservative. That, like, that says it all, right? It's just character assassination, ad hominem attack. That's it. She further explained that incels as a community of disenfranchised, mostly white men who believe they are entitled to sex from... Nope. That is not what incels are. They don't believe they're entitled. In fact, they complain that women don't want them. That doesn't mean they're entitled. Basically, what what incel, uh, what what they say is, no matter what I do, I can't get laid because I'm genetically inferior, right? Even though it's it's actually not true. Those guys could get laid if they wanted. They just need to be more competitive, right? Women. My dad is not pro incel. I believe. Also, this the, the article says that. I cells believe that society has wronged them and should be back in its rightful place. Society is right now, like girls in the West, on most of them are not marriage material. Now there's literally a meme going around called Passport Bros, where guys leave the country to go, you know, date and marry women outside of this country. And when I say this country, I mean countries in the West in general. 
Like, think about that, guys. Think about how bad it has to get for that to be a thing. Think about it. And it's not that society has wronged these men. What it's done is it's it treats them like they're absolute garbage, right? Like they're not worth anything because they can't get women's attention. I believe there was a clip from Joe Rogan. I'm actually going to pull it up. So you're a young man mm-hmm. and all the women are rejecting you. Who's got the problem? It's not all the women. That's right. a bad road to go down. If all the women are rejecting you, oh my gosh, it's you. It's dad. So, again, if all the girls are rejecting you, here is what it means. It means you're not a competitive, strong, successful man. Because women want a man who's better than them at everything. Women want a man that other men want to be and other women want to be with. So, if you're getting rejected by every girl, it means you're invisible. And what that means is, you need to be fitter, faster, you need to get smarter, you need to make more money, all of that. You need to be more charismatic, that comes with practice, with talking to people. That's what you need to do. Hello? Hello, rad girl. Hey, can I FaceTime you for a second? Yep. Hey, okay, so I've, I've got hilarious news. I don't know if you've heard about it already. I heard nothing. I beat on an airplane. This is exciting, Dad. You want to hear it? It's almost as good as Red Skull. Uh oh. So apparently, you have been written in as the villain to Olivia Wilde's new movie because it gets better because you're you're king of the incels. Oh really? So Rolling Stone wrote about it. Olivia Wilde, Chris Pine's "Don't Worry, Darling" character, inspired by incel hero Jordan Peterson. Wow. How many? How many scientific papers have you written? Published? How many have you published? Pseudo-intellectual, though. He's a pseudo-intellectual. He's not a real intellectual. No, Olivia's a real intellectual. Because she's done women's studies. Guys. And I probably in the 99.99999999% of citations. That's the only qualification for... Uh, so pseudo-intellectual isn't how you would be described. Okay. Indeed. Although, even that is a logical fallacy, right? Because asking the person for their opinion doesn't, you know, doesn't qualify them. But the citations do. Truth be told, the citations do. If he's in the 99th percentile for citations, it means that people in his community, in the psychological community, consider him to be a credible source, which means he's not a pseudo-intellectual. He's an actual intellectual. So I'm convinced that Olivia Wilde is secretly a Jordan Peterson fan. Otherwise, I don't know why you would cast such a terrifying character as Chris Pine. Uh, So thank you for that. That's really funny. Uh, anyway, this is just another weird thing that happens in the life of the Petersons, I suppose. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty hilarious. Like again, Olivia is so out of left field. Okay. Let's continue with this. <laughs> okay. Just to talk talk crap for an hour and a half. No, to talk about positive things, what you're looking forward to in the future, what you're happy about in the past year. 
Do you want to start with yeah. good things that have happened in the last year? Um, sure. I mean, uh, we're going to talk again when you finish reading my book, but my book, The White Pill, I was working on it for two and a half years. So getting that baby out of me was, um, uh, I was just something I'm very happy about, very pleased about. It's selling well, yeah. so I can kind of cathartic. I think it was more like an exorcism because, you know, well, I'm writing about all these horribly suffering people who have like their stories just been swept under the rug and, and kind of know, you know what happened in the Soviet Union. Like what, why is communism so bad? What does it mean in practice? And when you just hear story after story, you know, there's that whole line about like one murders, one death is a murder, like one death is a murder and a million deaths is a, is a statistic, right? So mm -hmm. each one of those people, there's literally millions of people for decades, you know, had a story of, you know, oppression. My 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 buddy Trey was just in the Museum of Communism in Prague, which I highly recommend to everyone if they're ever in Prague. And that's in uh, where is it? Uh, Czech, Czech Republic. That was the first uh, time Czech, that Czech, it kind of hit me the extent to what my family had to go through. You know, I was born in the Soviet Union. We escaped when I was, you know, before I can remember, I was like one and a half or two. But that whole idea of like, it's literally every aspect of your life, there's nowhere else to go, right? If there's a political system we don't like here in America, let's say you hate Trump or you hate progressives, like you could still, to some extent, get away from it. You could talk to people who are different or you could read websites or read books. You, you can't do that. It's 24-7. And it all, not only affects your ideology, it's also the material stuff. You know, there's no food you know, you're cold, like it's just constant. And like to have that as the, your background music since the time you're born is something I think it's almost impossible for us in the West, except for maybe some Cubans, you know what I mean, in America to kind of wrap their heads around. Yeah, communism, not a good thing. Read the book, The Gulag Archipelago, and uh, you'll understand the idea. It's uh, extremely depressing and the amount of human suffering inflicted by that ideology is unreal. By the way, womanism is based in cultural Marxism, and communism is also based in Marxism. Just think about that for a second. So kind of telling that story was very, I, I think, cathartic. I, I feel like it needs to be discussed so much more. Um, and it, I mean, it's discussed in the context of like, you have like conservatives yelling that Biden's a Marxist and all this other kind of yeah. silly stuff, but it's not really discussed what this was like, you know, the second world for, for that long. So I think kind of telling these people's story was something that I feel like I can go meet my maker and be like, okay, you kind of did your part. Well, good for you. That's I'm, I'm interested. I'm looking forward to reading that book I've had. So I, I left. And I don't want to compare Canada to the Soviet Union because the Soviet Union was on a completely different level. Yes. But I know that how I feel being in Canada is a stress, just a societal stress yeah. that I don't experience in Florida. Um, and everybody there, so I am comparing them, but I also recognize that it, it's not the same. It's but different I, levels of magnitude. I think there's a little bit That's of it there saying. where everybody thinks the same thing. So, yeah. you know, um, they're like, people are still wearing masks there and everyone's stressed out and everybody thinks like that. So it's, it, yeah. and you can't really find people who don't, you know, even if they kind of don't, they're still like, oh, no, 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 this is how you should think. 
right? And it's stressful being there. Yeah. My parents were super stressed going, even from Australia back to Canada, they're like, oh, we're in Canada again. And it's just like, there's an underlying fear or something there. It's creepy. Interesting. But it's, it's also the kind of thing where like in this- I've never heard that before. Again, it's, I'm sure it's just, um, what is it, an offshoot or a consequence of being in the West, right? The West in general, most countries are, you know, not in a good place, right? And the reason is because the womanist ideology, which is based in cultural Marxism, is present, right? And it's an oppressive system. The states, even as divided as we are and hopefully are going to increasingly become, you are <laughs> painfully... Well, yeah, I, I wanted a national divorce. You are painfully aware that there are people who think the other side of you, right? There's, you can't mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. get away from like alternative points of view, whether you know you, you hate, like, whether you're progressive, whether you're Republican, you're going to be f sensing that other perspective. But that kind, and even in New York, you know, which is very liberal city, you're still going to have plenty of people who are like, you know, screw all this. But I think can, despite Canada's great diversity in thought, there is a great deal of homogeneity. So this kind of idea that like, it's not even that they would disagree with you. It's I, I feel like it's more like, what are you even talking about? It's just like, yeah. you sound like a crazy person. It's like, wait, even if I'm wrong, everyone I know who agrees with me, I know agrees with me. So you're not making any sense. Yeah. So it's even if they want to be kind of open-minded from their perspective, you're like a flat earther. Yeah, 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 that's. Right, he, so so they're describing the, the mask stuff from, um, you know, the C word, which I think you still can't mention on YouTube, but anyway, yeah. Because apparently it was so bad to not to not wear masks or whatever, some something like that. I'm I'm not really sure about about this. That's what's crazy about that place. In America, you're aware that there are people, even if you hate them, you're aware that there are people on the other side. And Canadians, I think, have always been brought up in a we're the reasonable country. We've always been the reasonable country. We haven't been like America. Americans are kind of crazy. They're out there on both sides. Canada's yeah. always been in the middle and reasonable. And now that reasonable has just you know, they still think they're reasonable, but it's so far, I don't know if it's left or if it's just an impingement on freedom, but there's definitely a stress there that you don't experience in, in Florida. Like people are still scared. It's very unfortunate because Toronto is, is such a cool place. It's creepy. I know, I love Toronto. An impingement on freedom. Well, again, if you're going to go by an ideology that's rooted in Marxism, then impingement on freedom is a natural consequence, right? Because thinking the thinking the things that you think is not allowed. It must be what the group says is correct, is correct, right? It's like that Olivia Wilde stuff. Very similar, right? Oh, he's the the I sell you know ruler, right? Because he doesn't agree with, with my political views, basically. It's also, they could say with a straight face, I can steal man their argument, Trudeau's the moderate, the NDP are the left, the, conserv the Tories are the, conserv are the right, 
the liberals, Trudeau's party, are in the center. So, like, yeah. if you think Trudeau's too far to the left, something's wrong with you. Like, and mm-hmm. you can see how they get to that conclusion. Yeah, it's wild. Anyway, yeah. I'm glad I'm not there anymore. And I'm glad I was able to, you know. And, and it's still illegal for Canadians to come here if they are not vaccinated. Oh, I know. Okay, that's crazy because you can go there. Right. But nobody's talking about how people who aren't American can't come to America unless they're not vaccinated. Yeah. Now, I've heard that they aren't checking like they used to, that people have kind of stopped checking. But that doesn't yeah, mean who's that the laws have changed. The airport? Who's going to roll those dice at the airport? That's crazy. No, yeah, you know? yeah. Nobody. I know. It's nuts. Yeah. That that's just, they're like, yeah, yeah, we're letting everything COVID go. But also, if you haven't been vaccinated, you can't come to our country still. And, and what that means in practice is the tourism industry, which means working families. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like people aren't jumping up and down about that, like, they were about a lot of the mask mandates. I, I don't think it's on the radar screen as much because it's so weird. Um, and second, they just renewed it. I think it's going to be around until April, I think they said. It's just, it's so weird. And it's not like Canada is some like awful third world country where you have some weird kind of like parasite, right? You come in here and you're going to spread it and everyone's going to get that amoeba that goes in your eyes. That's yeah. not, it's Canada. It's but the biggest undefended border on earth, but still. Yeah. You can't get medicine there. I went there and I tried to get cough syrup for Scarlet and I couldn't get cough syrup. Like Shoppers Drug Mart. They're out of kids' medicine. Wait, in all of, in Canada? In, in Canada, yeah. So this isn't everywhere. People in the comments are gonna be like, well, but no, in general, there's a massive children's medicine shortage in Canada. And right now, emergency rooms are overrun because RSV, because kids have not been outside in like, what, three years, basically. And in Canada, like specifically, a very long time, they're getting RSV, and RSV is already dangerous for kids. Um, They're getting it worse, so emergency rooms are having... What a mess. Anyway, we're going to end the video there. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit all the notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian and Tom M. Just click more in the video description. Buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios Books. And go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash the Helios Blog. Thank you so much, guys, for taking the time to listen to my video, especially if you listen to the end. I really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time.